Today, we celebrate uh, the World Mission Sunday, and the readings are inviting us to open up our spiritual eyes, to see what God sees. At the beginning of our liturgy today, we began this song, Amazing Grace. This song that I believe all of us have sung before, we've heard before being sung, or most times, we even play it on our radios and music in, in our cars. But do you know who wrote that song? His name was John Newton. Before John Newton became a Christian, before he read that song, do you know what he did? He was a captain of a slave ship. He was transferring slaves from West Africa across Europe. That was his job. And one time, as he was traveling across the oceans, there was a big storm. And that moment, he reached out to God. He began crying to God, says, help me, save me from this. And after the storm, he changed his life. And the song we sang, Amazing Grace, it's a testimony of his conversion. I was blind, but now I see. When I went to the Library of Congress, I looked for this song up, and in a book it says, Words by John Newton. Rhythm, unknown. And I said, I want to see the person called unknown when I get to heaven someday. But this song, if you sing it very well as it's sung, it's a sorrow chant from West Africa. It's a sorrow chant. So most likely, Newton had the slaves in their ship singing these sorrow chants on their way to, to where they're taking them. So that chant resonated with him, and that's what he used to pin the words, Amazing Grace. What transformed him was the experience and he asked God, help me to see as you see. And the readings today are inviting us to do the same things. It's not dealing with only physical blindness, but also spiritual blindness. We all have our dark spots. The places whereby the light of Christ needs to go through. And that's why today is a day to take a step and look deeply in our lives and ask the question, where is my blind spot? Where do I want Christ help me to see? In our gospel today, we see Jesus is, tra is traveling from Jericho, heading to Jerusalem. Now, in the Bible, you see Jericho is always portrayed as a sin city. That's why when the Israelites were coming to the promised land, the first place they conquered was Jericho. God says, blow the trumpet to destroy all the walls of Jericho. Another gospel, remember the story of the Good Samaritan, was traveling through Jericho. He was beaten up, left for death. Then Jerusalem is always portrayed, portrayed as God's city, the city of light. So there's a comparison. So from Jericho to Jerusalem is 15 miles. So now if you have that background, now you see 
why we have Bartimaeus today in Jericho. As Jesus travels to Jerusalem, the crowd, of course, follows him. But then, because of the commotion, he realizes it's Jesus coming, passing by. He makes a proclamation of faith, calling Jesus son of David. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Of course, what does the crowd do? They tell him to shut up. For so many years, he has been blind, most likely homeless and a beggar, and the society couldn't see who he is. That's why they're telling him, don't even waste his time. You're not even worth his time. But in all the crowd, Jesus came seeking for one person, Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus keeps shouting. The crowd tells him, just keep quiet, don't even waste our time. He shouts them more. He says, have pity on me. And he gets Jesus' attention. Now, Bartimaeus, they tell us, is son of Timaeus. Timaeus means respected one. So B-A-R, Bartimaeus, means son of respected one. Now, with his condition now, I don't think was respected anymore. That's why I'm telling him, shut up. Don't waste our time. In that process, Jesus says, bring him here. He gets Jesus' attention. Now, all of us, one thing we must be aware of is God is always interested in our stories. God is always interested when we call out to him. He asks us, what do you want me to do for you? That's what he asked Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do for you? Very direct. He says, I want to see. You have said, well, help me. You know, Jesus has so many problems. Take out this and this. He says, no, what do you want me to do? He says, I want to see. It's not only just physical blindness, but he has a spiritual insight that most people didn't have. That's why the gospel today is based on the background of last Sunday's gospel. The two disciples, James and John, came to Jesus and said, we want you to grant that one sits on your left, one to your right. Jesus asked them the same question, what do you want me to do for you? They asked something totally wrong. But may, but may I say, I want to see. I want to see as God sees. I want to see as you see. Not just the physical, but also the spiritual. The question comes for us. What is our prayer today? And I bet this should be our prayer, all of us. We want to see. We ask God to help us to see everyone as God sees them. Because our mission today, God is asking us. We are God's eyes. But sometimes we're blind. God keeps pushing us and pushing us, but we're blind. That's why readings today are asking us to reach out to God, because every time we reach out to God, he reaches out to us. The biggest mistake sometimes we do as Christians, we want to replace personal responsibility with prayer. Prayer has its part and our responsibility. God will never do what we can do. He wants us to do what we can, and he fills in what we cannot do, that God can do. 
So prayer and action go together. But Mayas didn't just sit down. So well, God knows. He shouted out, say, help me. He did what he was supposed to do. And the grace of God came to him. On this mission Sunday, the church is inviting us, all of us. Pope Francis reminds us that the church is a mission. Everything is a mission. We don't just close off ourselves and sit in our church and feel so good. No, it's a mission. Every day, we're supposed to bring God's love to the world, God's peace to the world, here and out there. But it's very easy for us to think the mission is only us here. Yes, it begins from your family, to your neighborhood, to our church, but also it's a global mission. Because once you realize it's our mission, the question is, where is God sending you? Where is God asking you to go? Yes, it begins by realizing the grace of God opening up your eyes to see as God sees, to listen as God listens, and then jump in action. One of the things that I, I always remember when I was nearly ordained, I visited a certain country, and it was poor, of course, but then I went to way, way in the country, and I spent some time with the people visiting them house to house, chatting with them, and I saw how they were living. In the evening, we had mass. They came to mass. And after mass, we have the commissioning, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. But I knew these people were starving. So I asked myself, which peace is going to be out there when they are starving? Which peace of glorifying God will be there when they are starving? They'll be stealing, of course, to survive. Our mission as a church is to realize that God wants us to do something about it. That's why our theme this year from Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 20, that we cannot keep quiet for what we have seen and heard. We can't. Whenever we Christians decide to keep quiet, the world becomes a mess. And we're blaming everything, what's going wrong? Because we decide to keep quiet. God is sending each one of us, telling us, you are a missionary, the mission is around you. How are we going to realize that? Begins by knowing that God is inviting us. God is calling you, no matter how, how old or young you may be, he's qualifying you to be his missionary wherever he sends you. Let us take a moment today and think and ask ourselves, what am I doing in relationship to God's call? God has given you a calling. How are you, become, how are you being a missionary where you are today? It's not just say, oh, we sit down and have dinner. You're supposed to be missionary. Bringing God joy, God's love. That's the first thing we see, Jesus being the first missionary, God sending him on earth to be the first missionary, to bring the good news of God's presence, God's salvation, and that's what we are called to do. We ask God today that as we remember this World Mission Sunday, ask yourself, what can you do? Don't just say, I can do nothing. Ask yourself, what can I do? And God will show you what you can do. He'll open up your eyes to see 
and so he will send you. The Lord be with you.